Hi, welcome to Fast Forward, a variety show produced by broadcasting students at the University of Nebraska. I'm television's Devin Specht, and this is Aaron. Uh. Anyway, we got a great show lined up for you today, but first we got Brock's Most Hated. Hey, I like that show. I'm sure you do. There we go. Well, 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 here we are again. Yet another episode of Brock's Most Hated. I'm Brock Workman, welcome. On today's show, we're gonna take a journey. No, not that journey. Even though I love that journey. Don't Stop Believing makes me wanna cry with joy. No, but a journey through time and space. We will look back at some of the things that either have or have not yet happened when dealing with the wonderful world of science. We begin first with something that I just learned about one week ago, and on this show no less. But I'll let Anna take it from here. For the longest time, there were only four oceans, which is why probably you didn't know that in the year 2000, a fifth ocean was added. Another ocean? What? Ah, oh, you can't. Hey, John, what do you think about that? You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! I am serious, John. I mean, you can't just up and create another ocean on a whim like that. Now, nevertheless, I was at best intrigued by this decision. So to shed some light on it, I decided to bring in the expert, Anna Ripa. Anna, please join me on stage. Thank you for having me, Brock. Now, could you please tell the people at home what exactly went into the decision or why they decided to do this? Because the Southern Ocean circulation is different than all the others. Well, that was a disappointing answer. Southern Ocean, what a stupid name. They should have called it something cooler like the Brock is Awesome Ocean. Now, moving on to another matter of discovery, but the very bad kind. A few years ago, a crime against basic human knowledge occurred. And not only that, but a crime against nature as well. I just cannot believe what happened to Pluto. Get off and stay off. I just, I don't understand it. Pluto was such a good dog and he's loyal to me. Pluto isn't a planet anymore! Aw, oh, how did this happen? Calm down. Luckily, the Big Bang Theory is here to help. We wanted to meet Neil deGrasse Tyson from the Hayden Planetarium in New York. I'm quite familiar with Dr. Tyson. He's responsible for the demotion of Pluto from planetary status. I liked Pluto. <laughs> Ergo, I do not like you. Neil deGrasse Tyson, I must destroy thee. But until we meet, we move on. Now, I am a huge movie and pop culture buff, and growing up, I was really excited, and I still am to this day, about one thing that I was promised that we would have by 2012, but we still don't have it. See if you can figure it out from this clip. Now, I have waited my entire life for science to find a way for me to be able to teleport from one place to another, but it hasn't happened and sadly likely will not happen, at least during my lifetime. The movies have warped my perception of reality, and honestly, that makes me want to cry at night. Brock. Yeah? You, you must believe you can, can do, do it. it. Okay. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll try it again. Well, hopefully this time we'll be lucky. Good evening, welcome to Star City News. I'm Kristen Bauer. For tonight's <clears throat> top story,
<laughs> I did it! I did it! In your face, world! I can't believe that actually worked. Oh, man. Okay, that is all the time we have this week. Tune in next time. Thanks to all my guests for showing up. Take care. Spike your hair. Good night, everyone. Wow, Brock really does hate a lot of stuff. You know what I hate? Sand. Well, lucky for us, Anna's going to Egypt today. Around the world's next. Make sure your seatbelt is securely fastened at this time. I told you I had to catch a plane. My plane took off at 6 a.m. And after 6,782 miles and 12 hours later, we are just about in Egypt. It would be 6 p.m. in Nebraska, but because Egypt is eight hours ahead of Nebraska, it's 2 a.m. the next day. Talk about time traveling. Hey, can we hitch a ride? Or just keep on eating. Let's keep on walking. The Pyramids of Giza is one of the largest architectural creations by man and is the last surviving member of the original Seven Wonders of the World. It is the oldest tourist attraction and the reason most people come to Egypt today. The three main pyramids, Khufu, Khafra, and Mankara, were built in 2550 BC. That's 4,562 years ago. The Sphinx was carved out of a single block of stone and placed in front. In Arabic, it is called the Father of Terror. Whoa! It didn't scare off Napoleon's army. They used the nose of the Sphinx as a shooting target. Inside each of these pyramids lies a king and a queen. In fact, you can go inside the pyramids and see exactly where they lie. This is not easy. I'm crawling steeply upward in a narrow passageway only four feet wide. I better meet you guys back outside. Oh, so glad to be outside where I can actually move around. It was too tight in that tunnel. But hey, let's go to the Nile where we can actually move around a little bit. Okay. Hey, let's ask this lady for a ride. Hey, Pam, can you help us? Oh, your camel's doing some pretty weird things. Uh, no thanks. The Nile stretches 4,000 miles from East Africa to the Mediterranean. Hey, if we look at this map, we can see that the Nile actually flows from the mountains in the south to the Mediterranean in the north, something we're not used to in the States. It was at the banks of the river that one of the oldest civilizations in the world began. The ancient Egyptians lived and farmed along the Nile, using the soil to produce food for themselves and their animals. During the autumn months, the Nile would begin to flood because of the high snow melt and the rainfalls in the highlands. The flood was very important because Egypt is a desert, and when the water would wash away, it would leave a thick black layer of mud, which was perfect for soil, and allowed them to plant their crops. It no longer floods because of the dam they created in the 1960s. Anna.
You must leave Egypt before I get mad. Well, I hope this Sphinx doesn't scare you away because Egypt is a great place to come and learn a lot about history. Stay tuned to next time where I take you on another great place around the world. Man, Egypt is awesome! We'll be right back after this. Every little girl just wants to be beautiful, but the images they are shown are unrealistic. They need someone to turn to for advice and encouragement. That's why the Big Brothers Big Sister program provides a positive relationship that can better a child's life forever. Be a big brother or a big sister today and be a positive role model that every child needs. This regional art museum produces six to eight exhibitions annually in its beautiful galleries. Frequent visitors enjoy viewing shows by contemporary artists as well as sculptures and paintings from the permanent collection. The museum and research library are free and open to the public. The Great Plains Art Museum, located at 1155 Q Street. The University Health Center, located on campus at 1500 U Street, offers a wide variety of cares and services. The Health Center offers extensive aid in the areas of dentistry, physical therapy, and psychology. Also on site is a full radiology department equipped with x-ray and EKG machines. The Health Center also offers a fully stocked pharmacy for prescription medication. The UNL Health Center is open 8 to 6 Monday through Thursday and 8 to 5 on Friday. The UNL Health Center, where the top priority is the student's health. Unhand me, you giant! No. But don't you know the story of David and Goliath? No. Well, make sure to watch this. According to Kids is up next. Oh, okay. Hi, my name's Rev. I'm going to tell you about the story of David and Goliath. It happened about 1015 BC. The story of David and Goliath started with a young boy named David, and he was out in the fields tending his flock while his brothers, bigger, stronger, and probably a lot faster, were out in the battle against the Philistines and Israelites. The Philistines standing on one hill and the Israelites standing on the other. There's a big valley in between. Every day, Goliath would come down to the valley and yell out, bring out, bring out your best soldier and if he kills me, I we will be your slaves. If I kill him, you will be our slaves. But no one moved. They didn't even speak. So then Goliath went back up to his hill. Well, David's dad told him to bring some food to his brothers. While they did that, he overheard someone talking about Goliath. So David went to the king and said, I will defeat Goliath. And the king said, But you're such a young boy. But then David said, But I have the Lord with me. 
But then the king gave David all his armor and sword and spear. It was too heavy. So he said, I'll just have my stone. I'll just have my, I'll just have my slingshot and what I have. So then he went down to a stream, picked up five stones, and then went to Goliath. Goliath, by the way, chest plate armor weighed 125 pounds, and just the tip of his spear weighed 15 pounds. So then what happened, Goliath laughed at him, and laughed and laughed and laughed. And then David said, I don't come with here nor sword nor spear. I come in here with the name of the Lord. So then what he did, load up a stone in slingshot shot it it hit goliath right square in the forehead so then what happened is goliath fell down dead then david took goliath's sword and chopped off goliath's head and then the philistines ran away and the israelites had victory over the philistines the end Well, always remember, God is ten times more power, uh, infinity times more powerful than him. Hey everybody, Aaron sure does lose his head over his music. So do I. Select Trucks is up next. Hello, and welcome back to Select Tracks. I'm your host, Aaron Keith. Here on Select Tracks, I'll take you through my personal music library and highlight one of my favorite bands. Today, we take a look at the industrial rock band, Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails was founded in 1988 by Trent Reznor. Reznor is the only official member of Nine Inch Nails. He produces, writes, and records all the music on his own. After the album is finished, Reznor assembles a band for going on tour. Reznor uses several of the same techniques throughout the Nine Inch Nails catalog. In many songs, he moves from whispers to screams. Along with distorted guitar, he adds distortion to the vocal tracks and adds noise to the songs. Lyrically, Nine Inch Nails focuses on the dark exploration of self. These include personal issues, society, religion, existentialism, deconstruction, and sometimes politics. Nine Inch Nails received critical acclaim when the songs Wish and Happiness is Slavery both won Grammy Awards. In 1997, Time Magazine listed Trent Reznor as one of the most influential people of the year. But the band's greatest honor came in 2002, when music legend Johnny Cash covered the Nine Inch Nails song Hurt. The music video would go on to become Cash's epitaph. I hurt myself today 
to see if I still feel For the uninitiated, I would suggest listening to Nine Inch Nails' third release, The Downward Spiral. It's a concept album detailing the deconstruction of a man and ends with his attempt at suicide. The Downward Spiral remains one of Nine Inch Nails' most dynamic albums, using elements of industrial rock, techno, and heavy metal. Nine Inch Nails is one of the most dynamic bands of the last 20 years and can surely find a place in anyone's music library. For Fast Forward, I'm Aaron Keith. The Center for People in Need provides essential resources to people in our community through many programs. One is the Job Training Program. The Job Training Program prepares participants for careers in forklift operation, warehousing, print services, and more. The Center for People in Need is looking for employers in Lincoln to get involved with the Job Training Program. For more information, visit centerforpeopleinneed.org. When severe weather strikes the Lincoln area, you can turn to Star City News with Kayla Bremer. With the latest technology, Kayla can keep you informed on current conditions and help you plan the rest of your week. Don't let the Nebraska weather catch you off guard. Turn to Star City News every Tuesday at 5 on Channel 21 for the coverage you need. More than 700,000 people in the United States have been trafficked. More than 2,000 people have been trafficked within Nebraska, including our city, Lincoln. Nebraska Family Council is fighting to stop this injustice. You can help also by educating yourself and others. For more information, visit nebfc.org. Nebraska Family Council, standing for justice and families since 1988. Child Abuse and Neglect Hotline at 1-800-652-1999. Welcome back from the break. We had to put our guitars away. We were disturbing the peace, but hey, that's okay. Vanessa's going to show us how to keep the peace. Keeping the peace is up next. Hi folks, welcome back to Keeping the Peace. I'm your Peacemaster, Vanessa Franklin. Lately, I've been receiving a lot of complaints about littering on campus. So on today's show, I'm gonna see if I can play Peacemaster between a litter bug and our beautiful planet, Mother Earth. Take a look at this. 
whoa, good thing I got that anonymous tip about this guy in action. What was going on there, litterbug, you? Uh, well, well, you know, you see, I lead a very busy life, and I just couldn't be bothered to throw the things away. But weren't you sitting right next to a trash receptacle? Uh, that's what that was? Whoa, I didn't know. Where do I find more of those? Got the perfect solution for you. I made this handy dandy little map to show you where all the trash receptacles are on campus. See, there's one right here by the, the stadium, and then one by the residence halls, and then one over here, and then here, and over here, and here, and here, and here, and here, and here. There's so many! I'll never litter again. Thanks, Peacemaster. You're welcome. Thank you for watching, folks. This has just been another episode of Keeping the Peace with your Peacemaster, Vanessa Franklin. Be sure to tune in next time. Later! Hosting a show is tough. Hey, what are you doing? Didn't Vanessa just give you this map? Yeah. Well then use it. Thanks for the tip, man. Yeah, and more tips are coming up next in the blogger. Classic Durham. Hi everyone, me again, here to talk to you about serving. As servers, we only get paid $2.13 an hour. Yeah, after taking taxes out of our paycheck, we don't even get a check. I make my living off of tips. It's really difficult when you only leave us under 10%. I'm going to show you a clip really quick from a movie that pretty much says it all. Sir, you forgot your change. No, that's uh, for you. That's your tip. Oh, no, no, no. I insist. You take it. You obviously need this more than I do. I cannot begin to tell you how many times I've wanted to do that. And I'm not alone. Keep this in mind when you're tipping. You're not only tipping me for my awesome service. Also tipping the host that sat you, the buster that cleaned your table, and the bartender for making your drinks. Don't get me wrong. Drink it up. Regardless of if you have an alcoholic beverage or not, I still get to tip out our bartender. So not only do I work for all of that tip money, pretty spectacular, let me tell you, but I give it to other people too. It is not fun. Also, when you come into a restaurant and you order your food and your food comes out and it's not how you like it prepared, I am not the cook. I do not cook your food. So that should not affect my tip. I do a very good job at writing down what you would like. If you'd like your steak cooked medium rare, salmon cooked all the way through, the side dishes you want. I make sure all of that goes into our computer correctly. Not my fault if it gets to your table and it is not right. Another thing that gets me about people who eat at restaurants are the campers. I know you probably have nothing better to do, but you're sitting in my table and that's money you are keeping from me and I don't appreciate it. Not nice. Basically, I'm stuck doing what I'm doing until I graduate college. I am more than ready for a big girl job. Until then, I guess it is what it is, <laughs> and I'll see you all another time.
Classic Durham. And remember to tip your waitresses. Oh. Hey. Hey, pretty mama. What's up? Oh, thanks for the flower, Devin. Next scene. My life fast. Roll it. Now. Hi. I'm television's Devin Specht. If you've watched the Discovery Channel in the last, I don't know, nine years or so, you'll see an influx of these shows where they take a, well, most of the time, foreign guy, and they throw him off into God knows where, and they watch him try to survive. Now, personally, I hate nature, but I love watching those guys, you know, do all kinds of things, like, you know, try to start a fire or eat bugs. It's hilarious. But, you know, I like to travel. I think I could do that. So, let's see what it'd be like. This is my life as a survival show. We're here in scenic Lincoln, Nebraska. It holds many dangers though, including temperatures that can get up to roughly 70 degrees. Let's see if I can survive. As you can see, it's already trouted up some of the water. This is where it should be here, in this lake. But if you listen to me, I can help you get this thing back and find some water. Okay, look, seems like we got like a valve here where it shoots out. Um, yeah, oh. Actually, to tell you the truth, I might get arrested. So we might have to get out of here. Though this may look easy, I've been in college for five years, so I have plenty of experience to help keep me safe. Oh, look at these. You could probably eat one of these. I've never tried it, but here we go. Oh, that, that, was, that was nasty. That was one of the worst things I've ever eaten in my entire life. Oh, look over there. We spotted it. It's a metal tree. Come on, follow me. Nah. Also watch out, they're covered in static electricity. <laughs> Heard stories about these. This is a bench. Not only good for sitting, but you can also use them for sleeping. <laughs> Alright, this is a very delicate procedure. I gotta be very quiet. Okay. So uh hey, what's up? I was thinking, you know, I'm pretty awesome, you're pretty awesome. We should hang out sometime, go to a movie or something. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, you know, I would love to, but my mom is texting me. I just, I gotta... You know what? <sighs> Feeling kind of dehydrated. I think I'm going to drink my own pee. Hold on. Luckily, I keep a bottle of my urine around in just these kind of situations. <sighs> Drinking your urine provides no health benefits whatsoever. However, it's sterile, and I do like the taste. Oh, delicious. Look, we made it. I survived. Uh, now I'm looking forward to a nice day in front of an editing booth. See you later. Devin, Devin, did you really drink your own pee? Uh. Oh, you guys don't want to know what that means. That's all the time we have here on Fast Forward. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Devin. Goodbye, Devin. Good night, Alex. Good night, Aaron. Good night, Michelle. Good night, Devin. Good night, Vanessa. Good night, Alan. Good night, Anna. Good night, Brock. Good night.
John Boy. Wrong show. Hey, you guys are still here? It's a wrap, guys. Go home. Good night, LTL.